2: Thank you so much again for joining us here, however you find the show here, through CannabisRadio.com or through all the different podcast portals where you can listen to the program. Today, we will be talking about AdLoop. It's a leading advertising technology platform servicing both enterprise companies and consumer brands. And recently, they announced, just before the start of the year, the launch of AdLink, which is a new tool that allows advertisers the ability to effectively target consumers for digital consumption. And here to tell us all about it, you know we love to bring on the top-level people in this program. We're happy to have the founder and CEO of AdLoop, Josh Siegel, Siegel here. Welcome, Josh, to Blunt Business.
3: Hey, George. Thank you for
2: having me. My pleasure. Thanks again for making time to join us uh, out of your busy schedule. Now, Josh, let me start off here. Coming off the heels of cannabis legalization in Canada, I'm quoting from a press release that was sent out, as well as in various parts of the United States, AdLink, this particular uh, platform, this new tool will enable brands in both countries to safely and effectively target specific demographics that are appropriate for cannabis content consumption. Give me the overview of what the tool is supposed to do and uh, tell us how it all came about.
3: Um, I think in advertising in general, the, the biggest factor and the biggest key that people drive towards is placing the ads in front of the right audience. So when we developed AdLink, it was essentially an extra tool on our platform to address those concerns uh, just in general, to make sure that we're targeting the right audience. But more so, when we started getting involved into the cannabis space, we realized that this would be a phenomenal tool for the cannabis industry, given all the regulatory issues and compliance issues um, in targeting the audience, or even you know the, the lack of marketing marketing regulations and pro- prohibitions. So we feel that you know a tool like this is essential in in any industry, um, but specifically for the cannabis space. We think it'll be a, a home run in, in one hand addressing concerns of regulatory and compliance issues and then on the second hand being a lot more effective with working with cannabis brands and making sure that while advertising with them we're reaching the right audience.
4: Um, and I'll I
3: tell you,
2: advertising the it- is yeah. imperative within this industry and I think a lot of people are missing the boat on being able to properly Put out, you know, really to invest in that marketing for their companies, and I think that's just something that's. There are some that are doing well than others, and obviously, it's what it comes down to is there are so many different sectors for people that are professionals from outside the industry making their way in that are injecting so much good information, and the right kind of people need to be out there. To really properly consult and train, and to offer tools like you are doing, Josh, which is so important. I, w- and I definitely I want to go into a, a little more form of a, talk about advertising in general. I will do that a little bit later on after the, our first commercial break. But let me get back to AdLink now. For cannabis brands who use this tool, consumers are quote will be only t- will only be targeted once they enter a dispensary. Therefore. Protecting both the brand, and the advertiser, as well as helping dispensaries in the vetting process. Josh, talk to me about the response from dispensary owners and the feedback from their uh, from their customers.
3: Well, I think it's been, you know, it's still uh, the cannabis space is still so much in its infancy. So a lot, a big issue is acquiring data to find out how do we target effectively and who do we target essentially with um, this form of advertising. As you know, you know the. The the stigma of old is is long gone and we're trying to progress and and reach that mainstream audience. So I feel, you know, with with a tool like this, this kind of allows us to do that. It allows us to target effectively and geofence, which is is the practice of just creating this invisible barrier around each dispensary and being able to, to, you know, listen for devices when they enter those dispensaries and create unique cannabis consumer audiences. So obviously, when targeting more effectively, conversions go up. Uh, which you know, the end game for for our clients is sales. Uh, you know, sales revenue increases, and depending upon what their objectives are, just it, it allows us to target a lot more effectively and make sure that uh, we're reaching a cannabis consumer and someone that would be most interested in um, in an advertisement in this space.
2: Now, an interesting thing I want to bring up is that in a future episode of Blunt Business, we're working on scheduling a guest that talks about how data. Will ultimately prove the change of this that the, the, really the stigma that has always been put into the cannabis industry is now being completely downplayed and is truly has changed the entire landscape of the cannabis industry so we'll talk about that with that guess I'll bring up uh, just keep a uh, stay tuned here to blunt business but what I want to ask you is the same sure. thing when it comes to data and the stigma of the business obviously you said it's still in its infancy but you know The data, how much of it on your end is proving that the stigma within the industry, any of that uh, that stoner stereotype, reefer madness kind of cheddar, that's going away. And I think people in the mainstream are starting to see that more and more.
3: Correct. And I also think cannabis brands are starting to realize how important it is to target a more mainstream audience. Um, You know, when we we initially got into the space, we were working with MedMen. And they came up with a phenomenal campaign and just displaying imagery, images of, um, you know, professionals that, that use cannabis, such as doctors, lawyers, accountants, um, and just trying to do away with that, you know, overly stigmatization of like that surfer dude in Venice Beach smoking a joint. Right. Um, and I think as brands kind of realize that and, and shift into the mainstream, the, the advertising will become a lot more effective.
2: So now your advertising platform, AdLoop, which is, of course, the main uh, company, is targeting the cannabis, yeah. legal cannabis scene in North America with AdLink, and it allows it's sending ads to consumers, only to consumers who have visited legal dispensaries that are tracked with geo-targeted technology. Talk to me about this, uh, you know, making it where it has to be a legal dispensary where you're being able to access and look at all these advertisements, and also how AdLoop and AdLink properly work together. Give me a little bit of the difference, uh, compare, contrast.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So AdLink is essentially just a tool within AdLoop. So the goal with AdLink is just an audience. Think of it as a, an audience builder. So when we're trying okay. to find, if we have an advertiser come to us and they're a CBD company or they're a cannabis uh, flower company, we try and find the most effective audience and who to place the ads in front of. So when we're um, targeting dispensaries and targeting individuals that have gone into dispensaries, they're trying to you know segment different audiences, and and target them individually with different messaging all
2: right we're again we're here with josh siegel the founder and ceo of AdLoop. when we come back here on blunt business uh, josh you know and i kind of surprised when i read about this because you know we just came back not that long ago from the holiday season and yep. you know there's cyber monday there's black friday but i didn't even realize until after the holidays about green wednesday and i want to ask you about that and a bunch of other things when it comes to ad loop and ad link once again we'll be back here with josh here on blunt business here on cannabisradio.com. rolling into some sponsors but we'll be right back with more blunt business
5: be no crime, hemp ink is even hot proved by the man who run high times oh yeah, get it on Android and I and IOS today marijuana llama out got to tend to me on crap channel. You know. money don't make itself, hemp ink
2: the National Cannabis Industry Association presents the Seed to Sale Show February 12th and 13th in Boston, register now at seedtosaleshow.com or dial 888-409-4418 Use code CANNABISRADIO15, spelled as one word with capital letters, for 15% off of registration. NCIA's Seed to Sale Show will host over 3,000 cannabis professionals and focus on innovations in technology and cultivation, infused products and extraction, and sales strategies. The show will recognize the best in the industry with the NCIA Industry Excellence Awards. Plan your experience now for the 2019 NCIA Seed to Sales Show in Boston, February 12th and 13th. Go now to seedtosaleshow.com or call 1-888-409-4418 That's P-O-U-C-H-Z dot com. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back with the founder and CEO of AdLoop, Josh Siegel, here on Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com, presented by StreamWise Consulting. Green Wednesday. Green Wednesday, I didn't realize, Josh. Somebody never told me, never gave me the – I never got the memo, right? That's such an old reference. Green (laughs) Wednesday is said to be the day before Thanksgiving, the Wednesday before. And in 2018, sales data shows the date – is, is said to be a bestseller for cannabis companies. Now, you were quoted recently saying that your hope is that one day Green Wednesday will become as big as 420, which is the other date, obviously, that everybody looks at when they really focus on cannabis. Chat me up about where the idea of Green Wednesday came from and why the significance of creating a day like that.
3: Uh, yeah, so actually it didn't come from us. It, right. It's probably as new to me as it was But you to would do. know
2: something about um, it. It
3: came from one of our clients. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it came from one of our clients. Um, you know, one of our, our bigger clients kind of, I, I believe, was, was the initial driving force behind Green Wednesday. Um, and we started to kind of distribute that idea amongst all our clients because we thought it was a great idea, you know, having this big day apart from 420, um, you know, a few months before and, and try and create that, that buzz and awareness around cannabis. And, you know, the feedback that we were getting from a lot of our dispensary clients and um, just brands in general was they always saw an, an increase in sales prior to Thanksgiving, you know, dealing with family and the anxiety and, and, and everything that's associated with that. So there was always a boost in, in, in sales around that period of time. So, um, you know, we kind of took the ball and ran with it and really kind of pushed it to a lot of our clients, you know, get on board with this Green Wednesday idea and kind of give, give those brands another day to, to showcase what they do so well.
2: I can't. You know what? I really didn't even think about that. Is that yeah? You have to go back home for Thanksgiving, and for some people, they absolutely, Absolutely. positively need that kind of uh, take off uh, before they have to go and deal with the family. I can only imagine. Yeah, I want. That's why it's always a once a year get together, right? Now, you wrote. (laughs) You wrote a guest piece for Entrepreneur Magazine, and by the way, you need to write more articles. I love what you wrote here. Now, you were talking about how this is on social media, how Google, Facebook, and others will not allow advertising of legal cannabis. Now, I'm going to quote you here. Quote, this has to change. With cannabis stocks on the rise and revenue estimates in the billions, it's time we recognize the robust need to allow cannabis brands to advertise. I feel like you're on the dais and you're thumping the pulpit. This is necessary not only for the purposes of increasing sales, but also for providing a platform to educate and deliver factually relevant information to the public and consumers, end quote. Now has there been any response you've gotten from Silicon Valley
3: after you wrote that piece? Uh, no, <laughs> quite honestly, there <laughs> hasn't been. To, and I've spoken what? with, <laughs> they, I, don't, I don't think they want to touch it with a 10 no. foot pole quite honestly at the moment. Um, you know, I, I've spoken with, with executives and from that part of the world and, and, you know, part of our diligence in, in uh, prior to getting to the cannabis space and, and speaking with these young companies was learning the pain points was the biggest thing for us. And, you know, learning that you know obviously with Facebook and Google and and the major media players prohibiting anything cannabis related it left a massive void in the space where it, it, it was you know cannabis brands were handcuffed into you know having nothing at their disposal essentially um, so you know these major corporations as always you know once they see the dollars involved in an industry eventually will jump into the space once you know federal legalization comes around and things like that but you know a lot of our clients the feedback that we're getting it's like you know we're being treated as second-class citizens with these make uh, you know amazing companies and we just can't get the word out there
2: now and like a good journalist by the way i don't know if you, how much uh, if you ever took any journalism classes or not when i came to college or whatnot but let me just say You offer the argument, and then you come back with a solution. So you went on the right, quote, "...the government and the media must find common ground to deliver on a solution. Conversations need to be had in order for consumers to be able to make responsible and informed decisions." Now, uh, should this uncertainty continue surrounding advertising regulations and compliance, Google, Facebook, and other advertising powerhouses will remain apprehensive about entering this legitimately growing industry otherwise. End quote. Now, given the friction we see between these tech company giants, I mean, we're, they're getting attacked by Congress. They're having to go you know, testify in front of Congress. So they're in the same battle with the cannabis industry in a sense. Is there a solution where you can see uh, we can make without necessary intervention or regulation? Because that's what we don't want those, those companies to receive. But then again, we want them to embrace the cannabis industry.
3: Absolutely. So I think the biggest thing for us uh, was was doing things properly, Um, addressing the concerns of, you know, in Canada, addressing the concerns of Health Canada, and then in the United States, addressing um, each state has their own, you know, set of regulations and compliance issues when it comes to marketing. Uh, So for us, the biggest thing was, you know, how do we take our technology and not only, you know, help marketing for our brands, but ease the concerns of these governmental agencies. Um, The best, the best example I can I can give you is, is in Canada, where, you know, legalization happened back in October. Um, everybody now, you know, assumes that Canada is this big, open, um, you know, ca- cannabis-accepting country. Uh, but when it comes to marketing and advertising, brands are allowed to do virtually nothing. The laws oh. are really closer towards tobacco, where you can't do anything. Um, there's not even, you can't make any claims, you can't say, you know... Uh, you know, if you walk into a dispensary in California and speak with a bud tender, you go, you know, I I need something for my anxiety. They can recommend you something. In Canada, they can't even make any of those claims. So they're really, really strict. So with a tool like Adlink, the goal is, you know, geofence those dispensaries, create a unique cannabis consumer audience to ease the worry of a, of an, of a government agency like Health Canada and, and address those concerns of making sure that we're targeting, you know, 18 and over, 19 and over, 21 and over. Uh, make sure that we're targeting geographically properly and we're not reaching, um, anybody that doesn't want to see these, to see these ads. So it's, it, you know, while, while we want to make sure that we're not reinventing the wheel here and, and we're just kind of giving the full capabilities of, of our platform that any other advertiser would have, we're a little bit more hands on with just making sure that, you know, we're not creating extra headaches for the client.
2: Thank you, Josh. You're giving me a chance now to go ahead and thump against Canada and the legalization. The, the my, my constant frustration when it comes to the legalization issues since October, and you brought up an excellent point that I didn't realize the issues of advertising and marketing and the restrictions that were being made. And so, thank God that you have a comp- like you have a a tool like AdLink to be able to go and offer to companies out there, whether clients or those out there that are looking that are interested. Well, and often we will tell people how to go ahead and find it later on, but. With Canada, we've already talked on this show so many stories, firsthand accounts of issues with distribution, with supply and demand, having to outsource yep. to other countries because they, you know, they're they're creating so much product that they need to get it somewhere. And then dispensaries, you know, the times are open, the battles when it comes to the age restriction in Quebec. We were talking about that extensively. All the major problems that are going on, and how the legislators they're just they're just. <clears throat> They're bucking the whole idea of what was federally voted upon and then was created. So, you know, it's one thing that we said about the issues in Canada and how America needs to learn from this. And, you know, it's things like this where social media and where these big tech company giants could really be a help and a detriment to, uh, to the industry. So here's my other question before we go to break. Do you, I mean, should... Industry thought leaders like yourself, I mean, within the when it comes to the tech industry and their battle with the government, do you feel like the cannabis industry they're fighting that same fight, and there should be some kind of an alliance? Uh,
3: yes. I mean, you know, it's you, you brought up the Quebec situation. I'm originally from Montreal, so <clears> I'm pretty well versed in, in kind of seeing firsthand what's taken place since legalization. With you know now, um, the the governmental stores are, are open only a few days a week, and supply has been extremely limited. So. Unfortunately, for you know, advertising and marketing professionals like us, I think in Canada there's a lot more concerns to address before addressing the marketing concerns, if that makes sense. So yeah. with us and, and my role, it, it's really been, you know, trying to lead the charge in, um, you know, having AdLoop somehow accredited by Health Canada to be approved as as a as a, a you know accredited marketing solution in Canada for cannabis companies. Um, and, and addressing those concerns, because I don't think if, if you know if people like myself don't do it, I think it'll just kind of stay at a stalemate until a lot of the dust settles surrounding uh, legalization in Canada, because there's a lot of things that they have to address.
2: And that's uh, that's going to be said the same for any other country that gets the chance to be legalized. I'll tell you, Canada right. is such a test subject, such a proving ground, and we're learning so much from it. But it's yes. unfortunate. Our friends to the North, I mean, I, I feel... Uh, all the sympathy in the world for you up there that, you know, this is something that has been, you know, even to the point where law enforcement has to get involved and, you know, try to increase the amount of DWIs going on. All this going on is just ridiculous. And, you know, it's, this is, it's time for, you know, society and, and, and the people that, you know, enforce laws and enforce policies around us, they need to go ahead and catch up with the times. It really needs to come down to that. Again, here with Josh Siegel, the founder and CEO of AdLoop, And we're going to continue and talk more about AdLib and AdLink when we come back with final questions for Josh here on Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the Seed to Sales Show, February 12th and 13th in Boston. Register now at SeedToSalesShow.com or dial 888-409-4418. Use code Cannabis Radio fifteen spelled as one word with capital letters for 15% off of registration. NCIA Seed to Sales Show will host over 3,000 cannabis professionals and focus on innovations in technology and cultivation, infused products and extraction, and sales strategies. The show will recognize the best in the industry with the NCIA Industry Excellence Awards. Plan your experience now for the 2019 NCIA Seed to Sales Show in Boston, February 12th and 13th. Go now to see or call 1-888-409-4418
1: approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. Learn more at usccexpo.com. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com.
2: We're enjoying our final minutes here with Josh Siegel, the founder and CEO of AdLoop. And unfortunately, we only have a few more minutes left. We're, and Josh, honestly, having a great conversation with you, we got through a lot of here, things to cover. But I wanted us to come back and touch back on AdLoop and Link because obviously, we talked about the need for advertising and marketing and how, you know, really just the cannabis industry could do more to get that presence and obviously to go through the obstacles that go through even today now in different area markets about how to get your message and your brand out there. So AdLoop, we talked about, it's an easy to use self served ad tech platform enabling SM, a small business uh, SMBs to leverage the power of advertising. Now how are some of these companies missing the ball when it comes to advertising? Is there like one or two different things that you see that you can point out when somebody comes to you and says, well, we're putting ad spend out there, but it's not making a, a dent?
3: Right. I think you know the biggest learning curve for us as an as a advertising company when we got into cannabis about a year ago was realizing that we need to be a little bit more of a white glove service with our cannabis clients. Um, you know, yes. a lot of it is a little bit of education when it comes to you know exactly how a digital campaign runs. Um, you know, so I think that's a, that's a, a big component for us is just is just educating um, you know clients that we work with and and cannabis brands that you do have these options out there that there are companies like us. And you know, when we got into the space, we did keep things kind of close to our chest. We wanted to make sure that you know, with the first handful of clients that we were working with, we can deliver upon what we were promising. Um, you know, when we when we started reaching out to a lot of these cannabis brands and just listening to the pain points. We didn't even take the sales approach. It was just getting an understanding of pain points in the space. And, um, you know, it uh, it was just a shame about the big void. And certain companies that would get in, uh, you know, maybe necessarily didn't have the experience in advertising or marketing. But with us, we've been a little bit more moving into a little bit more of a white glove service for our clients. When it everything from A to Z when it comes from the actual ad creative all the way to delivery.
2: Yeah, I'm sure it comes to yours. That's a, that's a great thing. Now, not only do you have the tool ad link, and obviously you offer the leverage for companies to harness and find that power of advertising, but more importantly, you create custom advertising campaigns for these local businesses, and you offer the analytics or reports on the campaign's performance. So that award- awareness for that really busy SMB owner. Uh, this is great. Talk to me, uh, chat me up about the custom advertising campaigns, uh, lay out what kind of things you're able to do for these businesses, and uh, go from there.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So what we did um, just in general a couple of years ago to try and offer more value to our clients and really differentiate ourselves from Facebook or Google was we, started, we, we, we shifted from a daily ad spend model, which is very common on the other platforms, right. to a monthly subscription model. To where with our platform, we noticed a lot more performance as a campaign was allowed to optimize properly. So we started offering campaign management. So we would provide a a campaign manager internally at Adloop that, you know, is is really there to do a lot of the heavy lifting for the clients. So whether it's a very experienced agency we're working with or a very green entrepreneur, um, no pun intended, we could address the concerns of, you know, helping them understand the analytics and the reporting, how to set up an effective campaign. And then we started additionally offering creative work so we're not a creative agency um, but we partnered with a phenomenal creative agency in the space by the name of Wicked Mortar recently mm-hmm. and they're gonna be handling all our cannabis creatives uh, they're probably the number one branding create cannabis uh, agency in the space so they have a very vast knowledge of you know what what works what doesn't work as far as messaging and imagery and um, so we're very confident now, with you know, especially having them on board, um, that the campaigns will become a lot more effective.
2: How much? This is just a general question for someone obviously working in the sure. advertising. If I were one of these businesses coming to you, what's the what's a proper time frame that you you say would be realistic for those that are looking to create an advertising campaign with uh, Ad Loop or Ad Link? How much time do they need before they can mm-hmm. really see a turnaround or see some kind of feedback, some uh, some real progress on their campaign?
3: Sure. So truthfully, once we turn once we click on the campaign and it goes live, we it immediately starts serving your ads. So, quite honestly, the, each brand will perform differently. You know, we've seen obviously a major boost in campaign analytics such as click-through rates and conversion rates just because I think the public is seeing these ads for the first time. So there's a peak awareness and a peak curiosity about around them. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, generally how our platform works is when we launch a new campaign, we launch what's called a learning line. So the goal with that learning line is really to find that audience wherever they are online. How do we best reach them? Then generally once we, once the platform has built up enough data, it'll launch a secondary optimized line saying, okay, we found this audience. We'll keep adding more members to this audience, but uh, you'll see a lot of the campaign metric boosts, such as click rates, because we're now on the right audience. We're putting the ads in front of the right people where we're going to get the clicks and conversions and things like that.
2: Now, how often how often in a campaign do you uh, adjust the campaign and where the, and steer the direction of that campaign based on that learning line? Yep. How often do you make changes to it?
3: So I would say in the first few weeks we try and be as hands off as possible in okay. a sense, um, making sure obviously that nothing's out of whack, but just making sure that we allow the platform to kind of do what it does, and, and we don't want to, as long as it's running properly and we not, we don't notice any major malice, we're we're usually good. Um, but we're pretty hands on. More specifically, you know, with our cannabis brand, just given all the, just given the industry, but we're we're usually very hands on. Um, our campaign managers, our data analysts are, are kind of on top of each campaign to make sure and drive performance.
2: Fantastic. So, I mean, really, I, I love what you have here. It's it, it really does sound great. I mean, especially, like you said, that learning line, just the idea of, you know, for, for people to get this done right and to have a platform like yours that's created and harnessed to do that and it can go through a lot of different ways to get that messaging and branding out there for your business. Now, most important question, how can everybody learn more about Ad Loop and Ad Link, and how they can get their hands on, you know, working with your company and getting the tool.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So you know, everybody can visit AdLoop.ca, sign up. You can just input your name and and email address, and one of our campaign managers will be in touch with you. And you know, we're we're now at a point where we're really reaching out to everybody in the space, and you know, everybody, you know, despite regardless of, of you know what you do as a company, you know, we really can help in in all forms of marketing when it comes to online. So. Uh, looking forward to connecting with a lot of your listeners, and and you know we're here to we're here to help. So love to.
2: Yeah. So I would uh, honestly, uh, Josh Siegel, again, founder, and CEO of Adloop. I'm looking at the website ad uh, adloop.ca A-D-L-O-O-P.ca, and I see you know obviously I'll be one of the first people to recommend you know signing up to schedule a demo, get a look at what how this all works, and learn more about you know getting the most well it says the website says the most advanced location-based media buying tool to connect with and understand your audience so adam uh so happy to go ahead and showcase what you're doing and, and showcase you josh thank you so much for being with us here on blunt business today
3: thank you george for having me on it was a pleasure
2: oh uh, it was a, pl- a pleasure was ours and again we hope to get to you talking much more with you down the line and listeners again thank you again for joining us here on blunt business and uh, before we go ahead and get out of here If you are looking to get your foot in the door of the cannabis industry, and then you can work with wonderful people like Josh and the team at AdLoop, as well as entrepreneurs looking to start their own marijuana business, I recommend to you to check out StrainWise Consulting. You can go to their website at www.strainwiseconsulting.com. Check them out, and please tell them that you heard about it on Blunt Business. Thanks for joining us. You can download past episodes of Blunt Business by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening. on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is
4: prohibited. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.